Welcome back to The Stitch. This is Sophia. And this is Ambry. And I don't even know what episode this is on. But I reached out on my Instagram <laughs> and asked what topics you guys want us to talk about. Because you guys came with some good ones. Yeah. But I was like struggling to figure out what we should talk about today. Because there's just so many things that we could talk about. And you guys came in with some great comments. So we're actually just going to answer off of the Instagram right now. I love it. And just see where this episode takes us. Okay, this person asked three different questions, or she said that we should talk about three different topics. Okay. Our first topic that someone asked to talk about is friendship breakups, which I think is really interesting because I think I've gone through a lot of them and I've gone through like really different type of breakups with friends. I have not. Because I just, just like ghost. just like ghost my friends and like <laughs> they're suddenly not in my life anymore because <laughs> they just like don't align with me. And then I just like pull away. Yeah. You distance yourself. And then the distance is so loud that you just are like, it's done. Like I don't need to reach out. Yeah. Like why would I have to tell you why I'm not going to be your friend? We're just not friends. <laughs> I also like have a smaller circle, I'd say, where I'm not going to like be friends with someone if like I don't feel like they align right away. If that makes sense. Like you don't, like I'm selective. You're very selective with people. Who I let into my life. Yeah. I just think that you have people in your life at different times for different reasons. Very true. And I have had so many different friendship breakups. I've had one that's really broken my heart. Oh. One that I still am like the low recent key one? recovering from. Huh? The recent one? Yeah. No, 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 not that one. No. But yes, I've had a few that were like really bad, but I feel like I had this, this one friend who was like my very best friend and really like the only true friend I feel like I had in high school. And I thought we were going to be friends forever. And this person like wasn't a dancer. So I think I like was really excited about that, that I had like someone that like wasn't, like I think it made me feel cool that I was able to be friends with someone that wasn't a dancer. But like we would just do this weird thing. I don't know if you've ever done this with a friend. We're like out of nowhere, like, and this person was terrible at communication. So I'm just going to say, and I feel like I'm pretty good at communicating and I'm not going to say I'm like, great, but I definitely think I was better at communication in this scenario and specifically in this friendship. We would just go through like these patches where we'd hang out every single day and like for like seven months, we'd be each other's best friends. And then out of nowhere, she would just like stop responding. Hmm. And then- She ghosted you. She ghosted me. (laughs) But then she would come back like five months later and be like, I'm so sorry. I haven't, we haven't talked in a while. I was like really bothered by this and, but now I'm fine. And now I want to be best friends again. And then we'd be best friends for another seven months. Same shit would happen again. And then I would just like let her back into my life. And it would happen. It happened for like five years continuously. Oh, wow. It literally like. All through high school, right? Well, since 2017 to like now. And like we hung out this time last year and then like completely she did the same shit again and then like a few weeks ago she called me twice and I didn't answer because I was like I'm just done like I like at this point like you can't be mature enough to communicate Mm -hmm. and like this person was like I loved her so much and I still have a lot of love for her in my heart but like like I just don't have time and energy for inconsistent behavior it's just so inconsistent I don't know if that's ever happened to anyone but it was just fucking weird that is a weird thing yeah and like it's just the same pattern like it's the same amount of months every single fucking time and it's only when they need something or like if their emotional needs are not being met and so I finally am not 
get an answer anymore. Like, I think I've made my decision where I'm like, I'm healed and I'm fine. That's good. So I'm going to leave it alone. But like, that was a really hard thing to deal with. But I just think that like, it's just hard with friendships because, you know. I feel like something in your life is you never want to feel like a failure. Yeah. And so a friendship to you even feels like a failure of like, you're like, no, I can't give up on this person. Yeah. I can't give up on this friendship. Like, yes. You want it to last forever. Yeah. But it's like, I think that's a really mature outlook to have is to be like, I am actually like, okay, not having you in my life. Yeah. If you're not going to be giving me what I need as a friend. Yeah. And that took me a long time to get used to, because I feel like if I'm going to be really honest, I, I only really have two true friends. And I would say that's, you know, you and our other friend. Yeah. And you guys have been in my life forever. You know what I mean? Like we've been like, you've been a consistent person. And it's just sad because I feel like I've made deep connections with people that aren't you guys that I like would see being in my inner circle or being like my best friends forever. And like, there was this, even this other person and like, we became best friends very quickly in the sense of like, it was almost like a love bombing. Like we're like, <laughs> we would just like, we were so connected and I just loved everything about this human. And I love spending time with her. And I thought she was so great. And you know, like my boyfriend loved her boyfriend and we would hang out all the time. And I loved her boyfriend too. Like he was so fun and I have a lot of love for them. And I just, out of nowhere, it was like, we, they were starting college. I was moving to Orange County and like out of nowhere, like I threw this person surprise parties. Like I went above and beyond for this yeah. person. Like I would fly home when from Arizona because at the time I was going to move to Arizona. Mm. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah. And just like out of nowhere, just like, um, distance and time. And then like would call me if something went South and I would answer and drop everything. And then like, then my birthday came and then I didn't even get like a happy birthday text. That's sad. And then you're like disappointed. You're let down. Yeah. And I feel like I just, um, I don't really know how to handle friendship breakups very good. I think I'm getting used better at it because I just get pissed. Like I just get pissed mm. at people and then it takes me a while to get unpissed. But I'm, I'm super forgetful with friends because they always come back for some reason. Like you like forget that they hurt you. And then you're like, Oh, come back. Yeah. Be my friend. Yeah. Like I, I think I'm like forgiving in the moment and then they do it again. And like the best part is like these two people that I'm talking about, like I thought they were going to be my life forever. And I was super close to them. And that's why I don't have, I don't mind sharing this on the podcast because they've done this shit to me multiple times like they've tried to come back yeah and I think I'm at this point now which I think this is just maturing mm -hmm. where it's okay that we're not friends and you know like if they want to give me an actual apology mm -hmm. and they want to give me consistency like you were saying yeah fine but that's something that has to be earned over time like you can't just call me twice out of the freaking blue and then expect me to be your best friend again like I did that for so many years mm. and I think a lot of that just stems from like wanting to be loved and wanting to have a huge friend group and wanting to be loved and just, you know what I mean yeah. like no definitely and I just think that we've talked about this a little bit but I just think like a smaller inner circle and like one best friend Mm -hmm. is way better than like four shitty friends. I agree. You know what I mean? And I feel like I haven't experienced it because I am so selective. And I like, also I'm like, I have like no tolerance for inconsistent behavior. Or just bullshit. Yeah, or <laughs> You bullshit. immediately live, leave. Yeah, no, I just yeah. exit the situation and I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm very like indifferent about it yeah. and don't have like an attachment to like 
people being in my life in a way. You don't um, get attached easily to people. No. I do. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I like him like, <laughs> we're going to have You're some like, walls up here. He's going to wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like where we differ a little bit yeah. with friendship breakups. So I feel like I would have more to say on that. But like, I don't know. I just think that at some point you have to, you have to know if the friendship is bringing value to your life. You know what I mean? Like, I think you really need to consider if this person is worth having your life, fighting for, Mm -hmm. arguing with, are they adding, are they, you know, is it a balanced friendship? Like all these friendships, I didn't feel like they were balanced at all. Like I felt like I gave everything and I got nothing in return. Evaluate it like a relationship. Yeah. Like look at them and be like, okay, are you making me a better or worse person? Like, do I like who I am? Do I like how I feel when I'm with you? What is this giving to me? Yeah. And a lot of the times, like I would love the way I felt when I was like hanging out with them, like we would have such a great time, but then after they were just so wishy-washy, you know what I mean? Mm. And so that's also something to consider. Yeah. Like, are they as good of a friend to you when they're not around you? That's true. Okay. Never having dated anyone through high school, kissed, et cetera. Now I'm in college, how to start a relationship. Oh my God. I feel this question so off so much. Yeah. That was like exactly you. Yeah. I mean, to be completely honest with you, I wouldn't say college is probably the best place to start with your relationships. No. If you're um, in college, you better live it up, honey. Yeah, I feel like have more experiences in college. Um, Try the menu. figure out. Yeah, find, find out, out what you would like in a relationship. Yeah. Go on a lot of dates, um, meet and have connections with people, but use that time, I would say, more to like figure out yourself. But also like, it's hard because like what if they're a hopeless romantic like us and they're like, no, no, like I'm ready for a relationship. But the thing is like you have to realize who you're surrounded by though. Like a lot of college guys are. <laughs> I mean, there has to be though like. Or whatever, okay, we're thinking whatever like ASU U of A. And even then there has to be like diamonds in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people in college are literally going to college for this, like what we just said, like yeah. to go and experience. So it's really hard to find someone that like aligns with what you want. Like if you're hoping for a relationship, you need to like look for the people who are also in the same boat as you and not like try to fix someone or try to pull someone out of like their party phase or their fuck boy phase. You know what I mean? I'd say use like the time to become the best version of you to attract the best partner. That's my best like underlying relationship advice, like to manifest, attract the relationship you desire. That's great advice. Thank you. <laughs> I will say that like the, what you said on the comment is literally me. And, I, and like, I was like, <laughs> what I, exactly I, I did. I relate. <laughs> I relate so hard. It hurts. Except for I was in college when I was 16. So I like kind of cheated the system. But like, I didn't really have my first kiss till I was like 17. So um, yeah, I'm with you there. I guess this, this question kind of follows along the lines of the last one we just answered. But someone said, what to know about life after high school? It gets better. Yeah. And it like, <laughs> I also like was very anti high school and I like couldn't wait to get out to the point where I went online my senior year of high school and was like, peace out. Totally forgot that you did that. I know. Well, I was going through a lot of my health issues and like was coming back and forth between Arizona and LA to dance. And I was like, just so over high school, but I was never a huge like school person. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, college is literally just high school 2.0. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's very similar. You just have like, it's higher stakes. <laughs> That's really what I would say. But Also um, no parents. <laughs> yeah, just no parents. That's what I'm saying, higher stakes. You yeah. Mess ups, there's no parents to fix it. I'd say like life after high school is like about your 20s, which we've talked a lot about, like how freedom. your 20s is just this like time of like finding yourself, finding your identity, yeah. what you like, dislike, going through experiences and trials and errors. I would say freedom. Like I think life after high school is all about figuring out what to do with your newfound freedom. Mm. And sometimes we go a little crazy to figure out what we need or what we like or what we want. But again, that's just like finding your identity. And I think the best part about life after high school is that you have so many different possibilities. Like you don't really have to have your shit figured out. It's like the whole point is to like have that time and space to to figure out what you need and what you want to do with your life. Like I think sometimes, and I, I don't know if it's like the way the school is designed, but mm-hmm. it feels like high school is supposed to be like preparing you for the rest of your life. Yeah. It feels so big when you're in it. Yeah. It feels like so permanent and so like life or death. And it's just not like, I think like we all have time and there's no rush. Like there's no rush to do something profound straight out of high school. And I think sometimes we feel pressured to do that. And yeah. I was going to also say, take risks. Like in your twenties, like do what makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Do things that get you out of your comfort zone where you're going to really like grow as a person and the way that like before I was reading this question my mind immediately went sexual Sexual. about this question I knew it was gonna okay I knew that was coming it's confidence when performing and like (laughs) Amber (laughs) thinks that anytime she's doing anything sexual with with a guy she has to perform it's not that I think it it's just like because you do it (laughs) (laughs) it's not a thinking (laughs) She used to tell me that like she gives a full blown performance, and I'm like, "Honey, I bet you do." She's like, "Especially in cars." I'm like, "Okay." Oh my gosh, she's exposing me. This is so rude. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I this kind of goes for both performing in both elements. Nope, (laughs) passion. You gotta have passion about it. Mm -hmm. Like that comes across and that translates. um, Whether we're talking about dancing on the stage. Or dancing on a lab. (laughs) (laughs) I think confidence when you're performing stems from a few things. I honestly believe in fake it till you make it. Mm. Like a lot of the times I don't feel confident when I'm going on stage. (laughs) Shut up right now. Whatever you're thinking, you're taking this so sexual. I know. I I need to stop. I can't. Embry has a dirty mind, you guys. Uh. I wasn't like fake it till you make it. Yeah, I know exactly where your mind is. Stop okay, it. Okay, go. Rewind. Go on. Mentally shift. Reset. <laughs> the best is Soph was going to try to answer this question so seriously. Like, she was going to give you guys the I'm giving the answer them you want. all the good dance details that they want to hear. How to be a good dancer and performer. Because I'm, you know, just the icon I am. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So fake it till you make it, passion, what else? I just think fake it till you make it sometimes. Like, I also don't believe, this is like really different from what a lot of people believe in with dance. So if you're referring to like any like stage performance, whether it's like theater, whether it's, you know, a musical, I think theater might be a little bit different because you have a storyline to follow and like a backstory of your character and all that kind of stuff. But I do think with dance, like I personally don't need 
Like, I don't need a huge storyline to like give you a performance, if that makes sense. Like, I don't like it when people are like, this dance is about my dog dying and then having to bury him on the side of the road. Like, (laughs) I personally don't need that when I dance. Like, I don't like something that's like super, super extravagant. Like, I don't believe in that. I believe in like trying to portray a feeling. And then I think that like makes me feel confidence within my performance of what I want the audience to feel when they watch me, that I don't need them to believe some like weird ass scenario that I made up in my head. Um, I think dance is very up to your interpretation. I think that's like the most beautiful part about art of any form. Um, But also I think, you know, preparing yourself, like making sure that you have like hours of training, like do what you need to do properly do a warm up whether that's stretching or vocal warm ups whatever you are doing if it's dance singing acting whatever it is like find your rituals and like that should make you feel more confident when you're going on stage to perform something i used to do when i was dancing was a lot of like visualization the night before i would always like play out how i wanted my performance to go in my head and i would like feel it like mm-hmm. and a lot of times like i do this now with manifestation and i didn't realize when i was young that i was like actually manifesting these things in my life, but I would just like close my eyes and like really feel, see, and like feel the emotion that like winning would give me. (laughs) That's so interesting. You know, when I went to a sports psychologist to handle like nerves when I was doing like Varna and all that kind of stuff, they had mentioned the same thing to me. Like as part of my meditation warm up, I had to like visualize the dance and like me actually doing it well because me being a negative Nancy that I am, my head would just be like, what if my top comes off in the middle of the stage? What if my point shoe comes what off? I slip. Yeah. Like I would just, my mind, that's like how my mind works. So that was something that always helped me. But I feel like just in general, like just confidence yeah. is really hard. Whether you're performing or not, whether you're just doing your regular day job. Like, what about you, Amber? Like, I, you just started a new job. Like, how do you feel like you can carry yourself with confidence when you don't really know what you're about to walk into? Yeah, like a lot of what I'm doing is like in my realm, but also like it's new things that I've never done. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say just like definitely confidence with what you're saying of like carrying yourself with like, I got Poise. this. Yeah. Poise, grace, like honestly, like wearing a cute outfit, like just feeling really like put together and like prepare yourself for these things and like feel, I feel like confidence, like Mm -hmm. you said, like fake it till you make it of like, just feel self-assured within you and know like the qualities that you bring to the table and your talent and your creativity, um, your intelligence, whatever it is that you feel is a strength for you and just like have that self-assurance. I also, this is probably going to sound a little strange and this is not just like for dance. This is just like any job. Like when you're going to go ask for a raise, when you're going to go to a job interview when like whatever, Mm -hmm. like sometime taking the emotion out of it and going in with just straight facts is better. Like for me, I'm very, I'm a, I'm a very logical human. Me too. So like when I'm going on stage, I'm like, I have to take my emotion out of it sometimes and be like, well, so I put in this many hours of rehearsal. I know this dance better than anyone here probably. I am the most prepared human. I'm going to be fine. Like sometimes like that's kind of how I have to go into things. Or like if I was asking for a raise, I probably wouldn't tell them, you know, how much it would mean to me if I got a raise or how much it would change my life. I would be, 
stating facts. Here's what the value I brought to you. Yeah. Here is the income that has increased since I did I've this. This is the and revenue I brought in. Yes. Yeah. So like, that's a good tip. I think sometimes we get really caught up in like how we feel about it. And then that's like where the confidence kind of can like kind of landslide is like we get too overly emotional or we overthink it. And sometimes we just need to like take out all the emotion and realize our worth without being like emotional about it. It's interesting because a thought that came to me was like communication of like when you're communicating things about business, it should be different than how you communicate with like a relationship because like communicating, like you said, you're taking more of like the facts, more logical, you're taking the emotion out and you're really just like saying, these are the things that I've done. Mm -hmm. Whereas like when you're communicating with like loved ones and friends, family, whatever, you're going to actually want to say from the more of like, I feel and like, that's Mm -hmm. what's going to lead to like connective communication. Yeah. And I think like that goes hand in hand with confidence sometimes and like and along the lines of fake, like fake it till you make it. Yeah. Sometimes I have to like go in that logical headspace to really believe something versus that like emotional mentality of like, can I do this? Can I not? Cause I overthink it. And yeah, I don't know if that was helpful. I thought those were some really great topics and I appreciate all our li- listeners for you know, always sending us either messages talking about how much they love the podcast or things that they want us to talk about. Like we do appreciate it because sometimes we get on the mic and we're like, what the heck are we going to talk about today? That's know, super like, interesting. Because I, really <laughs> I would love to tell you that we have like really, really, really exciting lives, but we're pretty... We work a lot. We work a lot and we're also like very habitual people. So like we do the same shit every day. I would love to do an episode where we're talking about like our routines, our habits, what we are currently loving. Yeah. I don't know if that would be something the listeners would want. So if it is, let us know. And we hope that you're enjoying the sitch so far. Like it means a lot to us. And I think that we have a lot of fun doing it and it oh yeah pulls us together, which is always a good thing. So we know that this episode is going to be shorter than like the rest of our episodes, but I honestly think that it's nice sometimes to like just kind of answer the questions that you guys have sent us or that we wanted to choose from. (laughs) And they're just like little like reminders, little like nuggets of information and our thoughts. Yeah. That maybe you can relate to. Maybe you can gain some inspiration about. Yeah. Let's do three cool things that have happened to you recently. Really? Yeah. Now is the time that yes, I need to answer no the negative cool Nancy. Facts. Come on. Uh, I'm going to have to really dig deep for this one, guys. <laughs> Starting my new job. That's been really cool. I've gotten to do a lot of like fun things out of my comfort zone with like creativity and video editing and photography. And those are things I'm really passionate about that I, it's kind of like forcing me to hone my craft in even more. So I'm loving that. Also, I've been going on like a retail therapy um, spree. I love it when you're in these moods. Yeah. They're my favorite. I have a weird impulse with shopping where I'm either like not buying anything, which is usually, or I will like go hard and I will just like buy everything I need for that season want. And like, I feel like you do this every April. Yeah. It kind of like does go in seasons, like right before summer. Right before summer. And then it's like a winter. Like I did it in winter and I bought like my winter shoes, my coats that I needed. And then I am doing this in like summer, spring kind of. Um, Where I was going with this is Aritzia effortless low rise pants that you can buy online. Work. Are like my new favorite little work shoe or my new favorite little work pant with like a little kitten heel. 
work. I know. I'm like turning into like a business girl. I know. You walked in today with your little like pantsuit thing that you have going on. And uh, you look so put together. And I'm in like the most baggy like Y2K outfit today. No, I love this fit. Also, I was going to tell you your jeans are like really trendy right now. Like cargo Mm -hmm. jeans are really in. I, I got this at a gifting suite. I'm like an influencer. No, my friend. <laughs> no, my friends own um, gallery. They all have like a gallery, oh, that, yes. and I got these from gallery. Really cute. Um, I don't even know what the full name is. It's like Art D Gallery or something. But it's from uh, Fee and Stu run it, and they're awesome. Love them to death. But basically, they they're just really had me pants. come in, and then they were like, "Whatever you guys want, you can grab two things." And so I loved this, so I grabbed it. I love it. They look great on you. Ethan and I share them all the time. I like it. They're like nice and baggy. Um, um, my third. Third one. Gossip Girl is my comfort show and it's providing me with like a lot of happiness. That's so great. Truly. See, I told you, it can be just random things. I think for me, like I just did a huge, like I've had a huge week. Um, I just headlined and judged uh, World of Dance, which is like a big deal. Um, <laughs> and the performance went well. I had like a bunch of rehearsals for it. I was up to like 3 a.m. doing costumes and whatnot and just all that shit. So I'm like really tired, but it was a great week and it was really fun. And I always like pushing myself to do like more creative jobs Mm -hmm. Um, and getting to like showcase my choreo and just getting to play with professional dancers is so sick because I'm constantly choreographing on kids. Yeah. um, Which is also equally as amazing, but sometimes it's, it feels really rewarding to be with professional dancers who also share the same like love for the craft and they're also just so creative so that was really cool to be like with like 15 people this week that just are as like involved as your craft as you is really cool and also just they're also in your age yeah in my age too cool that was cool I am planning a trip to New York that was a new thing that I'm really excited about so if anyone has any New York recs let me know I would really appreciate it and I'm just like getting ready for summer. I think I'm just like mentally preparing for like all of my travel that's going to happen this summer. And I feel like I'm in a good headspace because I get some time off right now before I have to start traveling again, which is going to be so nice. Mm. And then my two assistants, this is, this is my third thing, I guess. My two assistants uh, did world dance with me. I like pushed them to do it because I wanted them to dance with professional dancers and like have that experience. They're the cutest. They're so cute. And they're like my little siblings. So I got like thank you gifts to the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. but they're all over 21. And so I got them gifts that were like over 21 and I didn't get them anything because <laughs> they're obviously younger. So I, instead of giving them a gift, I promised them like a day with me Aww. where we don't do anything but dance. Yeah. So I'm planning that for them right now. I think we're going to go to like San Diego. I'm going to take them to San Diego and just show them like where I grew up and Aww. and we're going to go to like my favorite shop. So I'm looking forward to that because they're always just so fun to see and you know, like my dance teachers were my heroes growing up. And a lot of my favorite memories of my dance teachers were like not even in dance. Yeah. So to have that memory with like my students slash my assistants is like a big deal. So I'm excited for that. I think that was the coolest rap kit I could have given them. Way cooler than like an aloe sweater. I agree. Or something like that. Because I was going to do that because I gave everyone else like shots. <laughs> and I was like, we can't do that until they're 21. <laughs> I'm an experienced person. I think those so. are the best like meaningful gifts. Yeah. I'm like really excited to take them out on the date. I think it's going to be fun. And also like dancers, <laughs> dancers not in a dance studio is always wild. So I know. <laughs> it'll be fun. So those are the three things I'm looking forward to right now. But yeah, that's like a little like, I guess it's like a, a life update slash 
cool things we look forward yeah. to. I don't know if anyone's going to be down to listen to that, but that's that's what's going on right now. I'm into it. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for this episode. Amazing. Thanks for listening, guys. Yes. We thank hope you, you enjoyed it. Before we go, we wanted to have you guys send in any topics you want to hear about, anything you're curious about, life advice, whatever it is. And go in detail. Like when you ask us these these questions that you want us to talk about, feel free to go in depth because we would love it. Yeah. And I feel like it's it starts a bigger conversation, not just between Amber and I, but between, you know, our listeners. So we would love that. And I think it'd be really fun. So please, please, please either DM us at the Stitch Podcast underscore, or if you're listening on Spotify, you can tap the question button. I don't know if Apple Music has that same effect, but... I think just Spotify. Okay, just Spotify. But please ask us questions. We would love to answer them on the next pod. And thanks for joining us. We love you guys. Yes. Bye. See ya. See ya.